Good morning. My name is Felicia Pearson, and welcome to my podcast, Unmasking the Issues in a Relationship. I'm going to give you a few minutes to grab a cup of coffee, come on, sit down on the couch, and let's talk. The topic for today is change. Were you listening? Were you paying attention? Were you too busy? Were you caught up at work? Could you see the signs coming? Could you see things slowly down and changing in a relationship? Do you know when things begin to change? Do you remember when things in a relationship begin to change? Do you remember the time? Do you remember the second? Do you remember the moment? Do you remember the year the relationship began to change? When a relationship you are in with your partner, and what I mean by that, everyone has a pattern. Some people drive the same same way to work every day. Some people drink coffee every day. Some people eat the same breakfast every day. Have you ever felt like a stranger in your own home? And the person that's in there with you that you don't even know? And you're trying to figure out when did they show up? And they act as you don't live there. Who is the other person living in the house with you? Making you feel as though you're a visitor in your own home. When did this all start? I have heard people say after the relationship was over, I felt uncomfortable in my own home. I felt like a visitor in my home. And I'm seeing all that to say, guys, when you're in a relationship, if it's 10 years, two years, don't forget what it took to get them. And now that you got them, you're bored with them. And now when you're in a room together, it's not the same. What happened to the fight, the thrush, the the excitement, the thrill of seeing each other and courting a woman and cooking for your man? What happened to all of that? Go back to the very beginning when you first met and you touched hands and your eyes lit up and you got butterflies in your stomach and you couldn't wait to talk to this person and you used to be on the phone all night and y'all both fell asleep on the phone and woke up and said, oh, I can't wait to talk to this person. And now you're two years five years, ten years in a relationship, and now you can't stand anybody. You can't stand each other. What happened? Where did it go wrong? Think about the second, the moment, the year. Were you listening? Were you paying attention? Was it important to you? Did somebody else outside the relationship have more say than the person in the relationship had to say? Thank you guys for listening. Remember, be respectful. 
be tasteful. I look forward to hearing your response and have a great day. Good morning. My name is Felicia Pearson. The name of my podcast is Unmasking the Issues in a Relationship. My topic for today is, even though he was not my biological father, he played a father role. This is adult talk. This is real talk. This is talking genuinely about a love for a person who stepped up in a role who really didn't have to. And that person was my uncle, my late uncle. Whenever I had an issue, he was always there. Whenever I needed something, he was always there. And the love that he showed, just not me, to all my cousins, um, is more women in my family than there is men. And he always set us down no matter what our age was. And he talked to us and he expressed his concern about surviving in this world. Um, The education level, um, being able to know about your credit and purchasing property. And it's things that he made sure we knew and things he desired for us to search out for ourselves and learn. And with saying all that, I'm saying my biological father was not in the picture, but my uncle was always there. No matter if I was dating somebody, they had to meet my uncle. He was a man from the streets. He lived in a different state that I lived in, but traveled to the state where I was at all the time, every weekend. And the deep conversations that he had from a uncle to a daughter, from from an uncle to a niece, from a father figure to a daughter figure, having me to explore in my mind, um, respect myself, how to handle myself around people, around young men, men, um, being respectful towards other people as well as myself, and just calling and having conversations with me that Sometimes my mother didn't get me and my father wasn't there, so I wasn't getting it there. So he gave that to me that I needed. So a year later, my uncle passes and my heart broke into a million pieces. And now I have to drive to the state where he was from. And I went to the funeral and like I said, it's more women in our family than men. And his his wife was there and his children was there. His grandchildren was there. It's like really, really, the church was packed. And you know how when they call you up and they say, anything you want to say about this person? And the line was long. And one of my older cousins, male cousins, got up and said, he was my father to me. He played the role that, you know, my real dad didn't play. 
And even though some cousins got up and their fathers were in their life, but not active in their life, their fathers lived in their house and wasn't really fathers. But Uncle Jimmy was always there. And each and every cousin that got up and spoke, they said the same identical thing. He played the role of my father. He was always there. He always called. He always checked up. And when I looked and looked at the line and how long the line was with family and friends saying the same identical thing and hearing in my ear when they said they heard the call that he passed, they heartbroken a million pieces. Guys, what I'm saying to you is if you happen to have anybody in your life that showed you how to live life and show you love and not your father, an uncle, an aunt, a niece, go out of their way to show you their heart. And a lot of people cannot show their heart genuinely. Sex doesn't do it. Drugs doesn't do it. Is when you can show somebody, and love is an action word. Love will make you come out of yourself. Love will make you travel to another state or another country to see about somebody. It's like, an example, when you think of people in an army, that's a brotherhood, a sisterhood, um, the military, uh, I would say the Air Force, a brotherhood, a sisterhood, where they stand so t- tightly together. And they say they stay connected and they keep in touch. is authentic. And I'm saying that. Trusting somebody to love you for you. Trusting you to love somebody authentic. Because who they are. Don't always be blind and not able to see somebody's heart. You know when somebody's being selfish. You know when somebody's not being fair to you. You know when somebody's taking advantage of you. But when you have somebody that's genuinely honest and genuinely nice and genuinely good to you and coming to check up on you and and, and concerned about your well-being, they're being authentic. I can give you guys another example. And like I said, my uncle played a, a strong and a hard role in my life. And I have met some new people at one point in my life. And. I heard a young lady say that I was working with. We was working together. And she said to another co-worker, nobody's that nice. I don't trust her. Nobody's that nice to anybody. What's her angle? What she want? And the other co-worker said, I really just think that's who she is. I don't think she wants anything. But it comes from the foundation. That goodness, that fairness, that honestness, that... Um, has to be installed in you. It has to be keep being installed into you so you can start projecting it out and giving it to other people and sharing it with other people so you can receive it back. But when people never receive it, 
they'll say the same thing as the co-worker said. Nobody's never that nice. Guys, I thank you for listening. I look for your feedback. You have a great morning. And remember, be respectful, be tasteful. And the name of my podcast is Unmasking the Issues in a Relationship. And have a great day. Good morning. My name is Felicia Pearson. The name of my podcast is Unmasking the Issues in a Relationship. My topic for today is even though he was not my biological father, he played a father role. This is adult talk. This is real talk. This is talking genuinely about a love for a person who stepped up in a role who really didn't have to. And that person was my uncle, my late uncle. Whenever I had an issue, he was always there. Whenever I needed something, he was always there. And the love that he showed, just not me, to all my cousins, um, is more women in my family than there is men. And he always set us down no matter what our age was. And he talked to us and he expressed his concern about surviving in this world. Um, the education level, um, being able to know about your credit and purchasing property. And it's things that he made sure we knew and things he desired for us to search out for ourselves and learn. And with saying all that, I'm saying my biological father was not in the picture, but my uncle was always there. No matter if I was dating somebody, they had to meet my uncle. He was a man from the streets. He lived in a different state that I lived in, but traveled to the state where I was at all the time, every weekend. And the deep conversations that he had from a uncle to a daughter, from from an uncle to a niece, from a father figure to a daughter figure, Having me to explore in my mind, um, respect myself, how to handle myself around people, around young men, men, um, being respectful towards other people as well as myself, and just calling and having conversations with me that sometimes my mother didn't give me. And my father wasn't there, so I wasn't getting it there. So he gave that to me that I needed. So a year later, my uncle passes. And my heart broke into a million pieces. And now I have to drive to the state where he was from. And I went to the funeral. And like I said, there's more women in our family than men. And his his wife was there and his children was there. His grandchildren was there. It's like really, really the church was packed. And you know how when they call you up and they say anything you want to say about this person. And 
the line was long and one of my older cousins, male cousins, got up and said, he was my father to me. He played the role that, you know, my real dad didn't play. And even though some cousins got up and their fathers were in their life but not active in their life, their fathers lived in their house and wasn't really fathers, but Uncle Jimmy was always there. And each and every cousin that got up and spoke, they said the same identical thing. He played the role of my father. He was always there. He always called. He always checked up. And when I looked and looked at the line and how long the line was with family and friends saying the same identical thing and hearing in my ear when they said they heard the call that he passed, they heartbroken a million pieces. Guys, what I'm saying to you is if you happen to have anybody in your life that showed you how to live life and show you love and not your father, an uncle, an aunt, a niece, go out of their way to show you their heart. And a lot of people cannot show their heart genuinely. Sex doesn't do it. Drugs doesn't do it. Is when you can show somebody, and love is an action word. Love will make you come out of yourself. Love will make you travel to another state or another country to see about somebody. It's like an example. When you think of people in an army, that's a brotherhood, a sisterhood. Um, The military, uh, I would say the Air Force, a brotherhood, a sisterhood where they stand so tightly together and they say they stay connected and they keep in touch is authentic and I'm saying that trusting somebody to love you for you trusting you to love somebody authentic because who they are Don't always be blind and not able to see somebody's heart. You know when somebody's being selfish. You know when somebody's not being fair to you. You know when somebody's taking advantage of you. But when you have somebody that's genuinely honest and genuinely nice and genuinely good to you, and coming to check up on you and and, and concerned about your well-being, they're being authentic. I can give you guys another example. And like I said, my uncle played a, a strong and a hard role in my life. And I had met some new people at one point in my life. And I heard a young lady say that I was working with. We was working together. And she said to another co-worker, nobody's that nice. I don't trust her. Nobody's that nice to anybody. What's her angle? What she want? And other co-workers say, I really just think that's who she is. I don't think she wants anything. But it comes from the foundation. That goodness, that fairness, that honestness that um, has to be installed in you. It has to be 
keep being installed into you so you can start projecting it out and giving it to other people and sharing it with other people so you can receive it back. But when people never receive it, they'll say the same thing as the co-worker said. Nobody's never that nice. Guys, I thank you for listening. I look for your feedback. You have a great morning. And remember, be respectful, be tasteful. And the name of my podcast is Unmasking the Issues in a Relationship. And have a great day. Good morning and welcome to my podcast. My name is Felicia Pearson. The name of my podcast is Unmasking Issues in a Relationship. The topic for today is rumors. Who doesn't love a good rumor? Who does not like to listen to gossip? Everybody likes to listen to gossip. Rumors are currently circulating stories or reports uncertain or doubtful truth. Stories or statements without facts. Gossip is hearsay, whispering, sharing information that can be misleading into a scandal. Gossip can also be defined as casual conversation shared with two or more individuals or reports about other people typically involving details that are not confirmed as being true. Rumors can be misleading, like grandmom says. Your storytelling. When an artist writes a song and you're trying to learn the words of the song, you change one word in their song, you have changed their entire song. Because that's not what the artist wrote. You're driving down the road one day in the car with your family members and you hear your favorite song. Ooh, girl, that's my jam. And someone noticed in the car... That's not the words to this song. Have you ever noticed when a story is told one person and when they share it with another person? If one word in a story changes, it can be harmful as well as hurtful. But they pass it on even though they know that that one word, the person changed. People may feel as long as It wasn't hurting anybody, but it was not the exact story. I will go on to share a story with you guys about a factory and how the story changed numerous times. Instructions wasn't followed. People did their own thing. They followed their own guidelines. And the story goes like this. Mr. Johnson, the CEO of a factory called his five secretaries into his office he asked them to call five of the management team into the conference room today it's a meeting at one o'clock we'll be discussing financial accounts and balances we are up for bonuses this year the five secretaries left out of mr johnson's office and had their own little meeting quickly and quietly They voted one secretary to make all the calls to inform the other management team about the one o'clock meeting today. Someone overhearing and watching said, 
when you see all five of his secretaries going to Mr. Johnson's office, it's serious. The first call was made to the administrator. Mr. Johnson would like to have a meeting at one o'clock. The meeting is about financial accounts and balances. It doesn't look good. Please attend. Please notify the next supervisor. Then the second call was made to the shift manager. Mr. Johnson would like to meet today at one o'clock about financial accounts and balances. It may be layoffs. The third call was made. Hey, Mr. Johnson would like to meet with you about financial accounts and balances. You'll be getting a pink slip today. Please notify the next floor manager of this meeting at one o'clock in the conference room. Please attend. The fourth call was made. Good morning. Today will be my last day. I'm being fired. Mr. Johnson would like to meet with the both of us about financial accounts and balances. Please call the next supervisor and inform them about the meeting. The fifth call was made. And this supervisor answered and said, Hey, I received the call already about the department's layoffs and yellow slips being passed out. I have worked with these people some 10 years, some 20 years. I have to look them in the face today and tell them the factory is closing down today. Now it's one o'clock. Everybody's in the conference room. Mr. Johnson walks in the conference room and say, welcome. I want to discuss about financial accounts and balances, but I will first start off by saying we are able to pass out bonuses this year for $1,000 to each employee. I want to set up an area in the factory to pass out checks in employees' hands and personally thank them myself for their hard work, going above and beyond, for their dedication and service to the company. Hope we can do this again next year. This has been a great year. And what I'm saying to you guys, when you start rumors, you share rumors, gossiping, just remember one day you can become a rumor and someone can be gossiping about you. It can be hurtful. It can be harmful. It's distasteful. And it doesn't look good on you. People have a tendency to change up the words in a conversation, words that should have been said correctly, wasn't said correctly, and passed on. And when being all brought together, that wasn't the story that was told. The correct story came out. So I'm saying, think about your feelings. If somebody had your name in a rumor or gossip before you make gossip up about somebody else, before you pass something on incorrectly about somebody else, put yourself in somebody else's shoes and feel the way they be the way they're feeling. And I'm saying all that to say hurting people hurt people. Some do it unconsciously, some people do it consciously and intended to do it. But be respectful, be tasteful. I look forward to hearing you guys' response. My name is Felicia Pearson. My podcast name is Unmasking the Issues in a Relationship. And have a great day.
Good morning and welcome to my podcast. My name is Felicia Pearson. The name of my podcast is Unmasking Issues in a Relationship. The topic for today is rumors. Who doesn't love a good rumor? Who does not like to listen to gossip? Everybody likes to listen to gossip. Rumors are currently circulating stories or reports uncertain or doubtful truth. Stories are statements without facts. Gossip is hearsay, whispering, sharing information that can be misleading into a scandal. Gossip can also be defined as casual conversation shared with two or more individuals or reports about other people typically involving details that are not confirmed as being true. Rumors can be misleading, like grandmom says. Your storytelling. When an artist writes a song and you're trying to learn the words of the song, you change one word in their song, you have changed their entire song. Because that's not what the artist wrote. You're driving down the road one day in the car with your family members and you hear your favorite song. Ooh, girl, that's my jam. And someone noticed in the car... That's not the words to this song. Have you ever noticed when a story is told one person and when they share it with another person? If one word in a story changes, it can be harmful as well as hurtful. But they pass it on even though they know that that one word, the person changed. People may feel as long as It wasn't hurting anybody, but it was not the exact story. I will go on to share a story with you guys about a factory and how the story changed numerous times. Instructions wasn't followed. People did their own thing. They followed their own guidelines. And the story goes like this. Mr. Johnson, the CEO of a factory called his five secretaries into his office he asked them to call five of the management team into the conference room today it's a meeting at one o'clock we'll be discussing financial accounts and balances we are up for bonuses this year the five secretaries left out of mr johnson's office and had their own little meeting quickly and quietly They voted one secretary to make all the calls to inform the other management team about the one o'clock meeting today. Someone overhearing and watching said, when you see all five of his secretaries go into Mr. Johnson's office, it's serious. The first call was made to the administrator. Mr. Johnson would like to have a meeting at one o'clock. The meeting is about financial accounts and balances. It doesn't look good. Please attend. Please notify the next supervisor. Then the second call was made to the shift manager. Mr. Johnson would like to meet today at 1 o'clock about financial accounts and balances. It may be layoffs. The third call was made. Hey, Mr. Johnson would like to meet with you about financial accounts and balances. 
you'll be getting a pink slip today. Please notify the next floor manager of this meeting at 1 o'clock in the conference room. Please attend. The fourth call was made. Good morning. Today will be my last day. I am being fired. Mr. Johnson would like to meet with the both of us about financial accounts and balances. Please call the next supervisor and inform them about the meeting. The fifth call was made. And this supervisor answered and said, Hey, I received the call already about the department's layoffs and yellow slips being passed out. I have worked with these people some 10 years, some 20 years. I have to look them in the face today and tell them the factory is closing down today. Now it's 1 o'clock. Everybody's in the conference room. Mr. Johnson walks in the conference room and say, Welcome. I want to discuss about financial accounts and balances. But I will first start off by saying we are able to pass out bonuses this year for $1,000 to each employee. I want to set up an area in the factory to pass out checks in employees' hands and personally thank them myself for their hard work, going above and beyond, for their dedication and service to the company. Hope we can do this again next year. This has been a great year. And what I'm saying to you guys, when you start rumors, you share rumors, gossiping, just remember one day you can become a rumor and someone can be gossiping about you. It can be hurtful, it can be harmful, it's distasteful, and it doesn't look good on you. People have a tendency to change up the words in a conversation, words that should have been said correctly, wasn't said correctly, and passed on. And when being all brought together, that wasn't the story that was told. The correct story came out. So I'm saying, think about your feelings if somebody had your name in a rumor or gossip before you make gossip up about somebody else, before you pass something on incorrectly about somebody else, put yourself in somebody else's shoes and feel the way they be the way they're feeling. And I'm saying all that to say hurting people hurt people. Some do it unconsciously, some people do it consciously and intended to do it. But be respectful, be tasteful. I look forward to hearing you guys' response. My name is Felicia Pearson. My podcast name is Unmasking the Issues in a Relationship. And have a great day.